Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala seyyidil mursalin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve baraka ve selleme teslimen kathiran ila yevmiddin. Amma ba'd. Kalallahu tebaraka ve teala fil Qur'anil mecidi vel furqanil hamid. Vellezine amenu eşeddu hubben lillah. So brothers and sisters, dear friends, dear listeners, uh, we've been speaking for many sessions on the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how to recognize this oneness. And essentially spirituality is declaring the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the most ultimate way. And what that means is that when a person and the book of wisdoms that we cover, it's considered to be a book of spirituality but in that it's actually a book of declaring the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A person gets connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and achieves some closeness to him and wants to be also the attention of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wants to also receive the generosity and the special benevolence and the mercy and the forgiveness and above all the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for a person to do that, this is the struggle that we have, this is the effort that we put behind this, and this is the objective that we have, is to try to achieve that. One of the scholars of the subcontinent, who was actually a doctor by training, uh, I think he was a homeopathic doctor, he's actually the Sheikh of Mufti Taqi Uthmani and Mufti Rafi Uthmani as well, uh, Dr. Abdul Hay, the servant of the living one, Dr. Abdul Hay, and uh, he was known as Dr. Abdul Hay Al Arifi. I, alhamdulillah, got to visit his grave in Darlum, Karachi, just uh, two months ago, approximately. And he's buried there, close to in the old graveyard, in the Darlum, Karachi, next to Mufti Shafi, uh, close to Mufti Shafi Uthmani, rahimahullah. So once he told uh, the people in his gathering that people want to achieve closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so uh, people do and they spend major uh, a lot of time in doing various different meditations and athkar and everything like that which is obviously important because the more we do and the the, 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 the one most effective way of reaching Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we've discussed in the our Sufism and Tasawwuf series is by taking the name of Allah especially the kalima la ilaha illallah and that's without a doubt however the whole purpose of adhkar and everything is to actually uh, make the dhikr a reality in our life. So, the simplest way, one of the simplest means, means and an effective way in uh, reaching the closeness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is by doing some very, very simple things. And this is something where, you know, if you cannot spend hours and hours doing meditation, Right, uh, then this is we do this essentially this is an add-on to what we're going to be doing every day in life what we do every, every day in life and as human beings we need to do so what I'm going to say right now from uh, Dr. Abdul Hay Rahimahullah is essentially just a few different points so what I want to mention is essentially just things that you're going to add on, just slight adjustments, uh, you can say plugins to what we generally do in life anyway. 
and how we spend our time and reactions to the various different things that we have to encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. So, a few things. He says that whenever any task at hand that we have to do, now generally when we talk about tasks we may think that this is like the special task that we have to do today. Like today I need to go uh, for a special meeting or today I've got to deal with a problem with my bill or with my Amazon account or something like that. No, this is even more mundane than that. Of course those are the big issues but even more mundane than that is uh, what we need to be concerned about, uh, what we're speaking about here rather, is things like, I want to make my cup of tea. I want to put my clothing on. I need to go and, I need to call uh, my father, for example. I need to read the book. I need to eat. I'm going to take a nap, I need to go to the store, I need to go and do shopping, I need to take care of this bill, I need to go outside, I need to go for a walk today, I need to go to the masjid, I need to speak to my friend. You can see the absolute basic things that we do every day, basic things that we do every single day, right, on a, you know, you can say, hour-to-hour -hour basis, minute-to-minute -minute basis, that's what we're speaking about. When we do any of these things, all we need to do is to plug in this idea, when we need to do any of these things, the following four points. The, we're going to do those things, but we're just going to change the way we, we, we do them. We're going to do them, in fact, we're not going to change the way we do them, we're going to do them in exactly the same way, but we're just going to add something to it. Number one, we're going to say, Oh Allah, help me in this. That's number one. Oh Allah, help me when I eat. Help me when I cook. Help me when, I, when I'm putting my clothing on. right? When I'm changing clothes, when I'm buying something new, when I'm doing online shopping, when I'm going to sales uh, for whatever reason. you know, uh, I need to give a call. Oh Allah, help, help me in my call. So that's the first thing. Oh Allah, assist me. Oh Allah, help me. Oh Allah, assist me. That's the first thing. Just a thought in the mind, just a plea in the mind to Allah. It doesn't have to be verbally stated. You can verbally state it initially to get yourself used to it. Otherwise, it just needs to be, Oh Allah, assist me. I'm going to do this. Allah, help me. Number one. Number two, Oh Allah, facilitate this for me. Make it easy for me. So assist, uh, help me. And then number two is make it easy for me. Facilitate it for me. Let it happen, make it, you know, facilitate it, create ease in it. That's number two. Number three, with absolute safety, well-being, allow it to be completed. Meaning, allow the objective to be reached. Allow it to be completed with absolute safety. Because sometimes you could get something done, but it brings on a bad vibe. It brings on a bad result. It provides a negative consequence. It provides a bad side effect. So allow it to be completed with afiyat, with well-being, security and safety. Let it be safe. And number, number four, accept it from me. Accept it from me. Accept my eating. If the, accept, 
if the eating is accepted, the reason we eat is to nourish ourselves and to satisfy ourselves. So accept it, which basically means that let it be, number one, for your path somehow. And let my food that I eat, for example, let it be used in the right way and let it have the right effect in the body so it won't have a negative effect either. So many different things. I mean, I, I could open all of this up, but uh, all of this. As long as we're doing a good deed. So, oh Allah, assist me. Oh Allah, facilitate and create ease in it. Allow it to, number three, allow it to reach completion with afiyat, with, uh, with a complete, uh, a completeness and well-being. And number four, accept it. That, that, if we can, I know it's not easy, but it becomes easy once we get it into our lives. So I'm going to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us to bring this in our life. So, that's, these are very short sentences. Make it uh, uh, assist me, facilitate it for me. Uh, let it le reach completion with safety and afiyat. And number four, accept it. Number four, accept it. Now you can, it's just a routine that we need to start thinking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala each time we're going to do something. So Allah, assist us in this gathering while we sit here and while we uh, discuss uh, these matters. And oh Allah, facilitate them, allow them to reach completion and accept them. So we've made this dua, same intention, for this gathering too. And may Allah allow this to happen for every one of our tasks that, that we do in the daytime, or in the night, that we do in our day. That's the first thing. Now you have to understand that the whole point of our exercise is to develop a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who loves to be remembered. Now imagine all the mundane tasks of the day. Our day is full of mundane tasks. Our day is full of tasks. Various different chores, various different obligations, uh, duties, um, pleasures, whatever, whatever we're involved in. And if in each one of them, and more so than not, we're remembering Him, that means we're remembering Allah for a huge part of the day. Meaning at very uh, quick intervals at uh, close intervals and the more the better that means we are remembering Allah and Allah says if you remember me I will remember you in fact if you come to me walking I'll come to you running He'll, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to come even more closer than the little effort that we make He is willing to do even more than that for us that's His promise so now you can see how you can get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this regard. Number two, he says that these are the tasks that we're going to undertake. But also a human being, there's generally four states that we're going to pass through in our daily, in our daily um, activities, in our daily state of affairs. There are four, generally four different experiences that we will be having at any moment, right? One of four different experiences. Firstly, if something is going to happen to us, it's not something we're doing, but something that's happened. Uh, you got a call and somebody said this, uh, you were diagnosed with something. La ilaha illallah. You, uh, you just uh, uh, the food was made. 
it's time to eat and so on and so forth. So occurrences of the day, the various different things that happen during the day. It's, they're, they're going to be of one of four different situations, all right? They're either going to be pleasing to us according to what we want. They're going to be according to our desire, right? We're going to be happy with it. That's one. Number two, it's going to be against our desire. We're unhappy with what's happening, meaning we're not satisfied with it. It's not, it's not happened according to how we wanted it to happen, right? It's, it's against that. It's actually upsetting, right? So that's the second state. You know, it's generally one of those two things. Number three, uh, which, is a sec uh, which is the second category of two, right? It's we just remembered something of the past. We've just remembered a sin of the past. We just remembered a defect. Uh, sorry, we remembered a sin of the past, a mistake of the past. We, we just remember something of the past. And number four, we are worried about something about the future. We're worried about where this sickness might take us. We're worried about what I said today to someone, what it might do. Somebody gave me a warning today. Somebody said something today, had a bit of an argument with someone, or somebody did not come to my house. You know, anything like that which provides any form of anxiety, any kind of stress, any kind of concern, grief, worry, that, that's going to be another state. So there's going to be one of four states. Either something's going to happen that's going to be according to your desire and you're going to be satisfied with it. There's occasion to be happy. Or the opposite, occasion to be sad and uh, it's happened ag against our desire. Or number three, we've remembered some sin of the past. One of our dark deeds. And number four is we're worried about something that could be happening that could happen in the future. So there's some anxiety issue about what may happen in the future. So these are generally four different emotions and states that we go through uh, pretty much on a daily basis regarding different things. So now, what does Sharia want from us and what is the way to turn all of this, all of these four? Right, the first one, you know, something good has happened. Uh, number two, something bad has happened. Number three, we've remembered something of the past, which is obviously a negative idea. And number four, it's an we're anxious about something of the future. How do we turn all of these into a way of getting closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Um, some sessions ago, there's another lecture about uh, the, the praise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything. That's related to just one of these aspects. So today I'm opening that up even further. Right? This is that the first thing, which is something that happens according to our desire and something we're pleased about. You know, we really enjoyed the food, right? Um, we, we, we finished a job and mashallah, we're very satisfied in the way it happened. We went out for a walk and really, really enjoyed it. For example, uh, we went to the masjid and really enjoyed our prayer. Whatever, whatever the case is, right? You just looked at your children and really enjoyed it. You looked at your parents and you're just really satisfied. Whatever it is, any cause for happiness, then you essentially say, Allahumma lakal hamdu wa lakal shukr. Alhamdulillah. In any way to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Alhamdulillah, all praises to Allah. Allahumma lakal hamdu wa lakal shukr. Oh Allah, for you is all praise and uh, for you is all thanks. Just essentially expressing gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the other hand, if it's something that is going against our... Uh, our satisfaction against uh, it's not really a source of pleasure for us then in that case we say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun 
and ultimately that inna lillahi uh, I belong, we belong to Allah that's what it means inna lillah, we belong to Allah and we are all going to return to him so if I've lost out on this if I've not if I've not benefited from if I've not received pleasure from this if I've not received satisfaction from this and it's actually the opposite essentially every act of um, you can say uh, dissatisfaction um, means that you have not gotten satisfaction in there so it means that there's a it, it, it's a loss right it's a loss because had that had we been satisfied instead of dissatisfied it would have been uh, a profit it would have been benefit for us so that's why we say inna lillahi that we've lost out on this right but we are also going to be eventually gone from this world and return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day anyway so inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un if we remember a wrong of the past a sin of the past then astaghfirullah astaghfirullah Allah forgive me what a bad person I was oh Allah forgive me oh Allah forgive me and then alhamdulillah you could say because seeking forgiveness and wanting forgiveness is actually a good thing is actually a good thing so astaghfirullah and the last one which is when a person is worried about the future there's many many du'as for that but just one simple du'a Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jami'il fitan ma dhahra minha wa ma batan Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jami'il fitan Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jami'il fitan ma dhahra minha wa ma batan just read it once with me at least so it comes on to your tongue. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jami'il fitan ma dhahara minha wa ma batan ma dhahara minha wa ma batan which basically means, oh Allah, I seek your refuge from all tests and trials and temptations. That Those which are apparent and you can clearly see them and those which are hidden. So we're seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from anything untowards, anything bad, anything unsavory, anything that we're going to be anxious about for the future. We're asking Allah, we're delegating it to the hands of Allah, you know, to the, to the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're delegating to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I seek your refuge in it. And Allah is the greatest one to be sought refuge in. So if something good happens, we say, Alhamdulillah, Allahumma lak alhamdu wa lak shukr. If something bad occurs, then we say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. And number three, if we remember something of the past, Astaghfirullah, Astaghfirullah. May Allah forgive me. May Allah forgive me. I seek refuge in Allah. I seek forgiveness in Allah. I seek forgiveness in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So seeking forgiveness. And number four is where we're anxious about something of the future. Then you can say this in English, you can say this in Urdu, you can say in whatever language you want. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min jami'il fitan, ma dhahara minha wa ma batan. Oh Allah, I seek your refuge from all forms of trials, tribulations, tests and temptations. And that those which are apparent and those which are hidden. So inshallah, if we can do this, as you can see, it's not going to be easy. But they say that the more you try, the more you try, the more it will be able to be introduced in our life. And then it becomes second nature. If these words can come from our tongue, and if these ideas can flow through our minds for each of these moments that something happens to us in this world, and when we do these various different things in this world, then inshallah, 
that in itself will make us close to Allah because that is how many times we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah loves those who remember Him. This is what's going to create the love of Allah in our heart because we will then actually also start seeing. And our job, our job is actually just to remember Allah. Right? Now if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to feel His love and He will make that happen, right? One day He will make that happen, but we can't give up just because we don't get it fast enough. Right? There's a lot of demons maybe around us or in us that we need to remove first before that happens. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, make this easy for us. That's why um, the benefit of all of this is that in the first one when you do shukr, then it's a, it's a ni'mah of Allah you're doing shukr on. And that shukr has now been, you see, when something good happens to us, then it happens to us. It's just, it's just happening. It's neutral. If we do shukr on it, what we've done is we've captured it and we've recorded it. So that ni'mah that we've just enjoyed, the bounty, the blessing that we've just enjoyed, the enjoyment that we've just had, the pleasure that we've just had, that becomes a source of reward for us. It's in our balance now by saying Alhamdulillah. So you see, you could be somebody who's enjoying life, right? You could be enjoying life in every sense, right? You get the best of foods and... MashaAllah, you've got nice uh, family members and you've got a good job or a good business or whatever it is and you're just enjoying yourself. That's fine. That's just pure pleasure. It's just raw pleasure. That's all it is. In order for that to become a source of reward and closeness to us, I mean, imagine that, right? Then you need to say, Alhamdulillah, you need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then all of those bits of pleasure that you're enjoying throughout your day, more than other people maybe as well, will become recorded for you. That's the beauty of this, right? Capture it, take it to your benefit, and put it in your balance to then help us so you enjoy in this world and it's a source of, inshallah, elevation in the hereafter as well. Number two, the wrong may happen, something bad and untowards may happen, something unsavory incident may take place. And so, if we're saying inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun now it's going to happen to us whatever whether we like it or we're going to have to bear it if i'm in sickness then i'm going to have to bear it anyway but if i'm going to do sabr and say inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun recognizing that it's all from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and my job is to is to just ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and uh, connect with him then again this sickness this difficulty this uh, un uh, unsavory incident this occurrence this harm whatever it may be again will become recorded in our balance as something to benefit us in this world and the hereafter. Otherwise, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll happen, uh, we'll go through with it, uh, we, you know, we'll, ha we'll have the difficulty, we might scream and shout and uh, whatever else and tell lots of people off or get angry at somebody else or ourselves or do something even more crazy. You know, some people go and slash their wrists, some people go and try to commit suicide, some people, they basically fall into a major... Uh, kind of, um, you know, uh, anxiety and sorrow and everything like that. See, all of that, but nothing you get from it. What's the point of all of the efforts? What's the point of the difficulty then? So that's why if you say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun, you've captured that moment and turned it into positive for us. And number three, if it's about the past, and we say the istighfar, then that's just, mashallah, purifying our record book. 
purifying our deeds of the past. So if we had 20 years of sin or intermittent sins, occasional sins, and we remember them, hey man, I did that, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Then just imagine our history book full of dots, bleep, bleep, you know, blips, you know, lots of problems, darkness. So each time we remember something, we make istighfar, you know, where it gets cleaner, cleaner. So our past is becoming cleaner. Our future, inshallah, is becoming cleaner, but our past is also becoming clean. We stand a better chance to get into paradise quickly and higher up as well, inshallah. And number four, if when we are anxious about something of the something to happen, then we're essentially protecting our future. We're protecting our future. We're putting up refuge. We are securing our future. It's amazing. These are, these are the absolute simple ideas. Thanking Allah will turn that joyous action, will turn that pleasure into a source of reward. Sabr and consigning oneself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a difficulty will turn that difficulty into a source of reward for us and closeness to Allah. Remembering some misdeed of the past and saying istighfar, seeking forgiveness, will wipe it clean and cleans our back, cleans our history. And number four, anxious about something of the, of the future, take it as an opportunity and seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's refuge and we will be protected inshallah. And then we'll be looked after by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is essentially has given us all of these ways through our sharia and it's to make the sharia into our reality. Otherwise, what is our Islam if we can't act on it in all of these states, if it doesn't help us? Islam has the efficacy. We just need to put it into effect so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala... Now, of course, with all of this, this is the assumption here is that this is all done after we've done our obligations and as long as we're trying our best in fulfilling our obligations and avoiding the harams that is a given because without that there's no closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only begins after a person is doing their best to complete the obligations and staying away from the wrongs beyond that then it requires adhkar or Remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the simplest way of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to just add the plug-in to the mundane tasks of our everyday life and the various different emotions and feelings that we go through and the various different experiences we have on a daily basis. It's just to use those to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this easy for us. May Allah make it easy for us. May Allah make it easy for us. May Allah facilitate this for us. And oh Allah, thank you for all the joys that you give us. Oh Allah, we thank you and we're, we're so grateful for all the joys that you've given us. You've given us more than so many others in this world. Forgive our past, protect our future. Allahumma anta salam wa minka salam, tabarakiyat al-jalali wa likram. Allahumma ya hayyu ya qayyum, bi rahmatika nastaghith. Allahumma ya hannan ya mannan, la ilaha illa anta subhanak, inna kunna min al-zalimeen. جزا الله عنا محمد ما هو أهله 
يا فارج الهم يا كاشف الغم مجيب دعوة المضطرين رحمن الدنيا والآخرة رحيمهما ارحمنا ارحمنا برحمة تغننا بها عمن سواك اللهم يا خير المسؤولين ويا خير المعطين ويا أكرم الأكرمين يا يا أكرم الأكرمين يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا معدن الجود والكرم We ask you for your special attention. We ask you for your special forgiveness. We ask you for your generosity. We ask you for your mercy. Oh Allah, shower us with your mercy. Oh Allah, envelope us with your mercy. Oh Allah, fill every pore of our bodies with your mercy. Oh Allah, oh Allah, fill us with your light. Oh Allah, grant us your light. Put your light ahead of us. Put your light behind us. Put your light on our sides. And oh Allah, place your light above us. Oh Allah, guide us with your light. Oh Allah, fill our eyes with your light. Fill our Fill our breaths with your light, O oh Allah. Fill our hearts with your light, O oh Allah. Fill our bodies with your light. O oh Allah, we ask that you grant us light in this world and light in the hereafter. O oh Allah, grant us relief in this world, but relief in the hereafter. O oh Allah, grant us your special bounties and mercies in this world and in the hereafter. O oh Allah, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, we ask that you grant us a cure from all forms of illnesses, both our physical and spiritual illnesses. O oh Allah, grant us a life full of afiyat. O oh Allah, allow us to have long lives with iman and with service of your faith. O oh Allah, accept us all for the service of your faith. O oh Allah, grant us sincerity and ikhlas. O oh Allah, in the small things that we do, grant us ikhlas and sincerity. O oh Allah, we thank you abundantly for the bounties you have, you have graced us with, for those, that which you have given us. Oh Allah, you've given us more than so many in this world. You've given us more than so many others in this world. Oh Allah, allow us to fulfill the rights of these and fulfill your rights by thanking you sufficiently. Oh Allah, we ask that you forgive us our wrong deeds of the past. You forgive our wrong deeds of the past and do not allow them to catch up with us. Oh Allah, do not allow them to create darknesses in our life and to remove the blessings from our life. Oh Allah, we ask you forgiveness from those sins that have brought darknesses in the lives of people and in their homes and removed the blessings and barakat and taken away the love and affection. Oh Allah, oh Allah, remove those, uh, forgive us for those sins, sins, especially those sins that we may have forgotten about and those sins that we have now inculcated in our life and brought in our life and absorbed and assimilated in our life and we no longer even consider them sins anymore. Oh Allah, grant us discernment and understanding of these things. Oh Allah, there's many people who have asked us to make dua for them. Oh Allah, we ask that you grant them their permissible needs. And oh Allah, all of those who are here listening today, wherever they are in the world, oh Allah, we ask that you Resolve their problems for them. Oh Allah, you resolve all of our problems. That you accept us all for the service of your deen somehow. Oh Allah, we don't know how we can serve you. We are nothing. We're just mere servants of yours, trying to be servants of yours. Oh Allah, make us your true servants and employ us in your service. Oh Allah, do not make us evil. Do not make us... Uh, uh, allow, do not allow us to follow the paths of evil. Protect us, our children, our progeny until the day of judgment from all forms of evil, from all paths of evil, from all influences of evil. Oh Allah, there's a lot out there. Oh Allah, we ask you to protect us from all the temptations, all the problems out there and to, to successfully deal with the challenges which are out there. Oh Allah, grant us afiyat. Oh Allah, grant us afiyat. 
And oh Allah, remove this pandemic, remove this issue, remove this problem. All those who are suffering, oh Allah, all those who are suffering, oh Allah, remove the suffering. Oh Allah, remove the suffering. Allow us to take heed and take us take a lesson from these things. Oh Allah, increase and enhance our our beneficial knowledge. Allah, allow us to make the right decisions in this life. Allow us to make the right decisions in this life. Bless our marriages, O oh Allah, and those who are not married, O oh Allah, grant them blessed marriages. Grant us blessed relationships with those that we have to have relationship around us. And O oh Allah, oh Allah, make us your lovers and make your love more beloved to us than all things which are joy joyful in this world. O oh Allah, we ask that you grant us your love and the love of those whose love will benefit us in your court, whose love helps us uh, to love you even more. Oh Allah, accept from us, oh Allah, accept from us. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wassalamu ala al-mursaleen. Alhamdulillah.